All right, we're going to make this one quick because I have places I need to be, but I want to make sure that everything is covered today, and also I need to beat my child. So, you're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find my daughter with bumps and bruises. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to beat her, although she needs one. And I believe it's perfectly legal if it's your own child, right? No? 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 Hank is telling me no. Thanks, producer Hank. I don't need to go to jail. Any which way, find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still going over on fan, uh, Facebook. Holy shit, over on FanDuel. Over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there, where you can hit me up on Instant Messenger at any point in time if you have questions about your lineups. I am also over on the old Tiki Talk, RoyDog 13 over there. Um, still way short to get a live going on over there, but it is what it is. We'll deal with it. I'll still just do these podcasts if I have to. Sorry, I wasn't able to get uh, the first breakdown podcast put out. Uh, ran behind. Um, you know, daughter has something that she needs to do. I am a father first before I do anything else. So that's why the spreadsheet was running late. Went out on Friday. Uh, still got it out. Still was able to get the write-up out on time, which is awesome. So without further ado, though, like I said, I do have places to be. But I want to make sure that we're covered here. Um, there is an update uh, when it comes to the Seattle-Detroit game, um, and we'll go through there uh, when we get there. So let's start at quarterbacks. You know how this goes. We do quarterback. We do it by position, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defense, special teams. Start with cash and then move to the GPP. Um, so for the cash, it's basically it's either pay all the way up or it's you know just punt, Okay. Um, there's a couple safe safe options. As long as we get points out of there, uh, get f- 12 to 15, um, I think it's going to be perfectly fine. I just built a lineup on FanDuel with one of the pay-down quarterbacks, and I'm actually really, really excited about it. Uh does build up a lot more upside uh, at the other positions, which is exactly what we want, okay? So quarterbacks, cash, Josh Allen. 8,940 and 8,400. Good for first, first, and first. Basically first across the board. What am I even doing? Uh, You know how we do at FanDuel, Yahoo, and DraftKings. Uh, Safest play on the board for cash and coming off a loss to the Dolphins. Ravens secondary has been completely blown apart this season and it's going to continue this week against the Buffalo Bills. Expect this game to stay close throughout with Jackson on the other side given this depleted Buffalo defense fits. So who's the other quarterback? Of course, it's Lamar Jackson, second across the board. Um, 8,839 and 8,300. The matchup is not going to look good on paper whatsoever. Um, but like I said, this secondary is completely blown apart. Lamar Jackson has had a relatively easy time the last two weeks, and I do believe that that's going to continue. 
Not my typical cash game play with the number sh- with what the numbers show, but with the way Jackson has been on his game, it is something to consider. Buffalo defense can be had right now due to injuries in its secondary. Miami wasn't able to fully take advantage of them last week due to the injury to Tua. Jackson is the key component to this whole Baltimore offense right now, so everything runs through him in off facets. Now, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson can completely go off in this game, okay? Um, so it's a little bit troubling if you're going to pull off of them. Um, I believe what's going to happen here is that people are going to pay up for the quarterback position. They're going to pay down at wide receiver and take some of this uh, injury value that has come up. That is 100% what I believe is going to happen. I haven't heard anybody say it, but usually when you see stuff like this, you and you've done this long enough, you know, and I never consider myself an expert on it, but um, when you've done it long enough, you've seen this stuff long enough, you kind of know where people are going to go, right? So our two pay downs, right? Geno Smith, 6,624 and 5,400, 19th, 16th, and 18th. Seattle quarterback, if not paying up at quarterback, I'm willing to pay down this week at the quarter, as the quarterback position isn't great. Smith has proven that he can move the Seattle offense, and in a matchup against Detroit, he has plenty to work with against a terrible Lions secondary. Might not be a flashy performance, but it is one that won't get you killed and allow you to pay up for better options at other positions. The lineup I did build is with Geno Smith. It is a very, very solid lineup. Very solid, very capable of getting up to 130, 140 very easily. <coughs> so I want to take advantage. I kind of want to take advantage of this um, Detroit secondary, 31st in DVP rank, 19th versus the quarterback. Uh, but quarterbacks have done very well. We saw what Kirk Cousins was able to do. I didn't think he did nearly as well as what he did. But, I mean, when you throw for 250 and 2, that is perfect. Um, reason we didn't go with Kirk Cousins was with how high-priced he was. Geno Smith, his price, really depressed, right? And it's going to continue to be depressed unless he plays at an elite level. Last but certainly not least in cash, Cooper Cooper Rush, 6,420 and 5,300. Good for 26th, 24th, and 20th. Going against uh, Washington secondary, 28th in pass defense DVOA, 28th in uh, points allowed to the quarterback position. Same idea as Geno above, where it might maybe be a flashy performance, but the outcome will kill you. Rush gets to the Washington Commanders this week, which means all of his receiving options are in plus matchups, which will give him plenty of opportunities for TDs. Tight end Dalton Schultz is expected back as well, which gives him another good dump-off option if he gets in trouble. So if you want to pay down even just a little bit more. Uh, if you need a couple extra hundred bucks, you can go to Cooper Rush, and I think you're going to be just fine. That is my opinion, and I am sticking with it. Oh, my God. Fucking no. No. <coughs> Good God. If there's anything I can tell you, just don't fucking have kids. I'm just kidding. They're wonderful. Because I'm fucking recording, that's why. Do 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 do. You are stalling me. Yeah, I'm doing this right now here. Do 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 I
There we go. Told her to knock it off. Let's see if that happens. GPP Ryan Tannehill. There is something in here with the Indianapolis defense. Um, he is sixty eight hundred twenty and fifty five hundred. Good for fifteenth, twenty fourth, and sixteenth. Not thrilled with the play, but I only have one. But I only have one GPP play for the week. Or do I? Because the quarterback position is garbage this week. He can get the job done with his arm, as there are a couple of matchups to exploit at wide receiver, and the Titans t- tight ends have a great matchup across the middle of the field. The problem lies in the fact that we really don't know which tight end will get the TD as usual. Um, I do like Tannehill's ability to vulture rushing TDs around the goal line, which gives him that small percentage chance to score over 20 points this week against the Colts. I'm never going to pick a, tight end, a Titans uh, tight end um, unless either Jeff Swaim or Austin Hooper are injured and not in play. Um, so what you can do here is you can actually go Ryan Tannehill naked if you want to. Uh, Nick Westbrook, Akeen, actually has the best matchup, but I did write Traylon Burks up in here because he's, he's, got, he's got the routes run um, and snap share advantage. Um, so that is a guy that I think, you know, with this team can actually get those, tar- you know, the targets that he deserves. He's a very, he's very accomplished. He's a very good wide receiver. Um, the reasons I was a little bit off in the preseason was just because of the whole asthma issue. And we needed to see how they were taking care of that. They took care of it and he looks good. Okay. So now we move on to running back cash, Nick Chubb at the very top, 9,230 and 7,900. The prices over on uh, Yahoo and DK are fantastic. He is good for first, fourth, and fifth. Okay, more reliable than any other running back so far this season, and even the numbers won't show it. Uh, the Falcons can be beaten on the ground. Cleveland offense is predicated off of Chubb's performance, so if we believe the Browns offense will have a big week, it will generally start with their number one riders, uh, running back. Uh, like I said, best salaries are over on Yahoo and DK. Um, I did not put him in that cash in my cash lineup um, on FanDuel because it is a ridiculous price and there's a little bit more savings uh, below him. Next on that, here's the guy, okay? It's Jonathan Taylor, 8,736 and 8,800, good for a third, second, and first, okay? So instead of Chubb over on FanDuel, you're going to be looking at Taylor over there. This is probably Taylor's best shot to blow up so far this season. The Colts' offense needs him to get going as quarterback Matt Ryan can absolutely cannot get the job done by himself. Taylor has been really fucking close to popping off through the first three weeks, and I have a strong feeling it happens in week four. Best salary is over on FanDuel, but overall it's depressed across the board. So I have him over on FanDuel. Um, I have not ran the uh, ran a Yahoo or DK lineup yet. So the pricing over there might be okay, but... It's a little bit higher priced. Yahoo, I think, is going to be fine. DK, maybe not. But that's where you can save another 900 bucks, and you can just go with Chubb instead, okay? Next on the list, the guy on the cover is Saquon Barkley. 8,100, 29, and 8,000. Good for sixth, fifth, and fourth. Running backs against the Bears have been a winning formula so far this season and is likely to continue in week four with Barkley. This is probably where I would like to start my running backs and work in a second or third option from this spot. Go ahead and lock it in because I will probably have almost 100% Barkley across the board and just pray that this isn't his injury game. He is locking in for cash. I'm 100% going Barkley in there. He is priced fantastic across the board. Next, we have Jamal Williams. Not very high on him, okay? And I'm going to talk about this, but 7,423 and 6,100 good for ninth, 11th, and 15th. So best price is over on DK. 
Don't hate the spot for Williams filling in as a lead back for Detroit against the Seahawks. I'm just not fully into his salary this week, which is rather high on FanDuel and Yahoo. It comes in above my next guy, okay, the guy that I would rather have. He will be relied on for the ground game and a bit more in the passing game as wide receiver Ramon Ross St. Brown is sitting this game out due to injury. I do worry a bit about backup running back Craig Reynolds seeing more carries than I would like, but overall it's Williams of choosing Alliance running back. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna fuck around and find out. If you want to and try to go with Craig Reynolds, be my guest. But don't come crying to me if it doesn't fucking work out, all right? So it's either Jamal Williams or just nothing. Next we have Khalil Herbert running back backup running back now starting this week for the Chicago Bears. 7,219 and 5,700, good for 12th, which is rather high, okay? Rather high over on FanDuel. Um, 19 and 5,700, uh, that's good for 22nd and 24th over on Yahoo and DK. So he's an he's almost an auto, he's pretty much an auto lock over on those two. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm still trying to get over this cold. There's one week where I always get a fucking cold, and it's usually around this time I'm Almost through it, so we're good to go. Uh, best sellers over on Yahoo and DK this week as slightly depressed when comparing to FanDuel, who bumped it up before we knew that uh, David Montgomery was in danger of missing this game against the Giants. Herbert is the more explosive running back for the Bears, and he showed it in relief against the Houston Texans last week. I like him more than Jamal Williams as a second RB option this week, where we can get an overall better matchup as well as a better running back, in my opinion. So he's going to be facing... Uh, the New York Giants defense, who are horrible against run and running backs. So uh, for that price, and even on FanDuel, I put him in the lineup at the 7,200. I was able to afford him easily and fit what I needed, uh, where I needed at the other positions. So I'm not worried about it. Last but certainly not least in cash, Brees Hall for the New York Jets, 6,317 at 5,400. Good four. 25th, 26th, and 27th. RBs versus Steelers has worked out pretty well this season, but there is a bit of a risk here as he is the closest to closet. God. Closest. Closed. Closest. Good Lord. To a 50-50 shared backfield with running back Michael Carter. Brees has slowly been getting more involved in the offense as the season has progressed. That is in the numbers. You can see it in the target sheet. And he is just about ready to pop off. The Jets are getting quarterback Zach Wilson back for this game, and I would expect them to rely heavily on their two running backs this week to get him reacclimated to being on the field. Don't hate Carter, but I would consider, but I would consider him to be more GPP as folks are picking up on Hall as a potential cash option. Hall has the cash slash GPP designation for me, and I will have plenty of him as I like to. Do, uh, I do like the savings he provides with the ability to take the top off for additional points. So. You will get another $900 in savings over on FanDuel if you'd rather go with Brees Hall and you can get a better uh, guy at, say, wide receiver or tight end. Or if you would rather have a safer defense, I think you're just perfectly fine with that, okay? Uh, GPP. First time I've written him up, right? Austin Eckler. $8,423 and $7,700. Good for fifth, 11th, and sixth. So Yahoo has the best price over there. Eckler has yet to go off the season and gets a nice matchup against the Houston Texans. Many will forget that this is the game he missed last season due to injury, and Justin Jackson was a chalk value play in cash. Eckler has the ability to pop off here, and I will have a share or two as the Chargers let quarterback Justin Herbert continue to mend while behind center. 
possibly nursing a 28-point lead and still handing off the ball in the fourth quarter. Um, the Houston Texans rank last in points per game um, to the running back position, uh, 27.3 on FanDuel and 31.6 on DK. So Eckler should <sighs> keep your fingers crossed with Rashawn Slater basically out at left tackle now. But Eckler does have a very good chance of popping off and at very low ownership, as people have been trying to figure this out for about the last three weeks, uh, including last week against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which, haha, did not work. Thank you. Um, but he did get he did get a lot of points in the passing game, too. So he does have that element with him. Najee Harris of Pittsburgh. 7,026 and 6,700, good for 14th, 7th, and 9th. Harris hasn't really been able to show off his first-round draft potential this season, but with the Steelers facing the Jets and Mitch Trubisky showing a great matchup on paper, I am choosing to pivot to the RB position. I am reluctant to choose the Steelers wide receiver this week and instead believe that this is the perfect opportunity to get Harris going for the 2022 season. Salary at FanDuel is cheap and below running backs Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert. So he makes a tasty pivot option in GPPs. This is the direct pivot that I am going to try um, for my GPPs. <coughs> Steelers are 22nd in points allowed to the running back position, 22.8 on FanDuel, 25.5 on DK. And uh, that came down a little bit last week because Nick Chubb went off a couple weeks ago, but um, they still aren't able to slow the position down. I'm taking a look at Rashad Penny. Uh, for Seattle, 6,722 and 4,900 for 18th, 14th, and 36 over on DK. Goes against the Detroit Lions defense that is 31st in points allowed to the RB position, 27.5 on FanDuel, 30.5 on DK. This is Penny's backfield, okay? So Penny, I said, Penny, wake up. I don't like this, Penny, wake up. Of course, reference to... Uh, Stranger Things, take a real hard look at this matchup against the Lions and tell me it doesn't somehow scream Penny taking his lion's share of the workload right at them. It's certainly there, and we can. while we can't try it in cash, we can definitely look at it in GPPs. Last but certainly not least at the running backs for GPP, Ramondre Stevenson of New England, 5,920 and 5,200, good for 30th, 18th, and 31st. Um, matchup isn't terrific on paper. Packers defense has been pretty good, but with Stevenson and Harris, uh, the Packers are going to have their hands full. So I'm not doing this horseshit of deciding between the two New England running backs and picking one in cash in an obvious spot, but especially with a backup quarterback against Green Bay Packers. Uh, but Stevenson is the more dynamic running back and his salary is still depressed. So he gets a call for me. I'm not really high on him, but you don't need all that much outside of a TD for him to really pay off in this spot. And New England's going to have to try and keep up. So um, I like Stevenson, but I'm not in love with Stevenson, okay? So <clears throat> that's it for running backs. Let's go to wide receivers. Stephon Diggs at the top, first across the board. But it's a depressed price um, compared to what your number one paid pay for wide receivers are 8,734 and 8,400 it's really great price cheap as fuck for the top price wide receiver this week and even if you don't go with Josh Allen at quarterback I certainly think we need to go ahead and lock digs in against the Ravens secondary I have done that with Saquon okay so I have Saquon and Diggs. those were the first two guys I put in there and the lineup works and it works well that's with a pay down at quarterback okay 
So if you want to go two running backs, two pay down running backs, and then be able to afford Josh Allen and pair him up with Diggs, I think that's a way that you're going to have to go um, because I don't know if you want to do two cheap options at wide receiver this week. All right. I'm trying to just do one pay down if, if possible. Michael Pittman is next for the Indianapolis Colts against the Tennessee Titans, 30th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. 7,500, 27, and 7,200, good for 7th, 4th, and 5th. Uh, if you use Taylor in cash, don't put Pittman in your lineup. I have Taylor, so I'm not using Pittman. If you aren't paying up for Taylor, then go ahead and take the savings and use the Colts wide receiver one in this matchup as the Titans have p- had plenty of trouble against their opponent's top receiving options so far this season. Amari Cooper for the Cleveland Browns, 7,523. That's way low. Um, and 6,300. Good for 7th, 8th, and 15th. I like Cooper way more on DK than on the other two sites. His salary is too cheap for the slate. Uh, quarterback Jacoby Brissett has really found a rhythm with Cooper right now, and he is absolutely hoarding targets in the Browns passing offense. Cooper has the advantage over every Falcons DB right now in terms of play and is a guy to lock into cash if not using Nick Chubb at running back. So definitely take a look at Cooper if if you are not using Nick Chubb. I think Cooper is going to be very good against this Atlanta Falcons defense. Devonta Smith, I know he went off last week, 6925 and 5800 for 13th, 6th, and 20th. Best price on DK. Smith is a cheaper option for the Eagles passing offense and has a better matchup according to DVOA than A.J. Brown. Quarterback Shaquille Griffin is also questionable this week, and if we get news that he is out, then we have to consider the matchup to be foolproof two weeks in a row. I'm chopping at the bit of the idea that Smith may line up in the slot at times against cornerback Darius Williams as well, and that is a complete mismatch. His salary is almost an auto lock on DK. Tyler Lockett, 6,918 and 5,900, good for 13th, 20th, and 19th. We'll see time against quarterback Amani. Awarie on the outside and quarterback Mike Hughes in the slot where he has the ability to dominate against both. I don't hate DK Metcalf this week. I just like Lockett in this matchup and for the second week in a row, I might add. Lockett got the job done last week, even though he got hurt. He can certainly do it again while securing a TD. Salary is better on Yahoo and DK. CD Lamb, 6,821 and 6,700. Good for 15th, 21st, or 21st, 21. At 6,700. Lamb has been getting the job done with quarterback Cooper Rush and now draws his best matchup so far in the Washington Commanders. Let's just put him in and move on against quarterback William Jackson third on the outside and quarterback uh, Benjamin St. Jesse in the slot. Brandon Cooks of Houston, 6,417 and 5,800 for 21st, 23rd, and 20th. He's been getting the targets but just not producing the results we need with linebacker DN Joey Bosa on IR. That will help with the pass rush and allow more time for quarterback Davis Mills to settle and throw more accurate balls to Cooks this week. Cooks has been good, so don't give up on him yet. <coughs> God, I need to get over this cold. Drake London, Atlanta Falcons, 6,321 and 6,100 for 22nd, 12th, and 17th. Best price on FanDuel. He is quarterback Marcus Mariota's favorite target in the matchup against Cleveland Browns. He has the advantage over every DB they can throw at him. Salary is still way too cheap on FanDuel, which we can take advantage of. Curtis Samuel of the Washington Commanders. Don't really care much for the Commanders this week in terms of offense, but I do like Curtis Samuel a bit um, just because his price is still too low. 6219 and 5700 good for 23rd, 18th, and 22nd. Samuel is the key to making this uh, Commanders receiving core run, and he draws a matchup with quarterback Jordan Lewis in the slot, which is completely beatable, a guy that I like to target in the slot against uh, Dallas. 
He will also get opportunities to run the jet sweep against the Cowboys defense, which may lead to a random touchdown. Samuel is the only Washington player that really pops for me against Dallas, which is why I have them listed in the defense special teams section. Alan Lazard and Romeo Dobbs. Lazard, 6,017 and 6,200, good for 26th, 23rd, 16th. Dobbs, 5,915 and 4,500, good for 29th, 36th, and 46th. DK price is yummy. Lazard is too cheap for a wide receiver one against this defense and drawing quarterback Jalen Mills coverage. Dobbs has been showing that he is the best wide receiver draft pick the Packers had in 2022. I believe both wide receivers can have success this week versus New England, but I also liked what I saw in tight end Robert Tunyon in the spreadsheets after week three and for week four, he was added last second. What I'm getting at is if you want to run a sneaky team stack, it is possibly the Aaron Rodgers breakout week and I'm only letting the folks who actually read the article know about it. And you here too, of course. And I think I spelled Aaron Rodgers wrong. It's it's A-A-Ron. What the fuck? So many spelling errors. I'm a fucking Packers fan, and I spelled it wrong. I wouldn't go heavy on it as I do like the defense, but I will have a share. Hashtag winky face emoji. Joshua Palmer of the LA Chargers. 5,817 and 5,000. Good for 34th, 23rd, and 34th. So FanDuel and DK best spots. When wide receiver Keenan Allen is out, that really bumps up Palmer and that fellow wide receiver Mike Williams as Palmer can line up both outside and in the slot. Almost the auto lock and cash this week. Definitely take a look at it. It's easily affordable. Mac Hollins again for Las Vegas Raiders. 5,812 and 4,200. Good for 34th, 48th, and 51st. Matchup isn't the greatest, but with wide receiver Hunter Renfro out again this week against Denver, that means he will see targets at a value again this week. I believe some folks will try to use wide receiver Keelan Cole out of the slot at a cheaper salary, but unless he gets a cheap TD against quarterback Kwan Williams, who has been solid, I'd rather take my shot with Hollins against quarterback Ronald Darby for a couple of extra bucks. Ooh, the ambush came out. Go get that over at dailyambush.com. If you're not subscribed, get the fuck over there. Traylon Burks, 5,713 and 4,700. Good for 38th, 45th, and 41st. He is better than Faxon and can get on top of more in the slot. Low risk, high reward saving spot with Burke. He has the highest snap percentage of all the Titans wide receivers. He just hasn't been getting the targets. I have a feeling the rookie is due against the Colts. (coughs) One of the reasons why I actually liked Ryan Tannehill this week. Last but certainly not least, here's your cash savings guy of the week, uh, especially over on DK where he's bare minimum. Uh, David Sills, the fifth. 5,200, 10th, and 3,000. Good for 61st, 62nd, and 101, okay? 101. He is bare minimum over on um, Yahoo as well at $10. So he's perfectly fine there as a punt option. Uh, Fellow wide receiver Richie James will probably be the higher-owned Giants wide receiver value guy. But with what I see from Sills' fifth, he is the better player with no cornerback Jalen uh, with no cornerback Jalen Johnson. It's funny because the guy who replaced him is Jalen Jones. So I fucked that one up. Uh, so cornerback Jalen Jones is replacing cornerback Jalen Johnson on the field for the Bears. I don't mind if you use him with Saquon Barkley this week as he can help make the rest of your lineup better. So you can use Sills with Barkley. Okay? It's perfectly fine. It even becomes slightly GPP-ish if you have Khalil Herbert on the other side, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fucking fine. All right? But that's the only that's the only pair-up that I will allow you to do. 
<coughs> in cash this week. GPP, I am taking a look at AJ Brown. I don't know how much I really like it because price in terms of with the rest of the slate is way the fuck up there. 8,300, 32, and 7,400. Good for second, second, and fourth. So DK is the best price. Uh, Smith has a better matchup, and Brown's salary is up again this week. I didn't hate Brown as a possible ownership pivot uh, option in cash. I just believe you are better off making sure you are set at running back this week with Diggs rather instead of paying up for Brown. Okay? And I don't know if that made up any fucking sense. Yeah, you're set at running back with Diggs, so including Diggs with how you're setting up the running backs. Yeah, duh. Um, Christian Kirk moves to GPP, not in cash. He's facing the Eagles defense. has been pretty good. 7,622 and 6,600. Good for 6th, 9th, and 10th. Not on Jaguars offense. I'm not really that on Eagles offense as well. You'll see this later. I wasn't going to consider Kirk this week against the Eagles defense until cornerback Avante Maddox was held out for this game. So now you have Kirk facing backup cornerback Josiah Scott, who is exploitable this week and gives quarterback Trevor Lawrence some hope in the passing game. It's a good pass rush. It's a good pass rush. It's gonna be. A, I don't think that game's going to explode. I just don't. I have that feeling. Here's DK Metcalf, 7,100, 18, and 6,800 for 11th, 20th, and 8th. Best price on Yahoo. I just liked fellow wide receiver Tyler Lockett more this week, but in a pivot, pairing, or stack, you absolutely can consider Metcalf this week. It's Jeff Okuda, people. If you're doing a Seattle game stack, you can totally include Metcalf and Lockett this week. I don't have a tight end. I don't have dismissal in there. I'm not fucking around with that, him and Fant. Because as soon as I put in dismissal, it's going to be fucking Noah Fant. If I said Noah Fant, it's going to be dismissal. That's just how it works. Uh, Rashad Bateman for Baltimore against the Bills, 6,600, 17, and 5,600. Good for 18th, 23rd, and 23rd. Still kind of depressed um, in pricing. Not my favorite play, as the data suggests. Wide receiver Devin Duvernay, and that just doesn't fucking play with me. Um, Bateman has the advantage everywhere in this matchup and the explosiveness explosiveness we liked in GPPs. Gabe Davis. So here's a secondary option um, from Stephon Diggs. 6,500, 22, and 6,600. Good for 19th, 9th, and 10th. Diggs is the guy I expect to pay off, and Davis is the guy with the opportunity to go off against quarterback cornerback uh, Marcus Peters, who will be just fine and then turn the wrong way while Davis speeds past him for an 80-yard TD bomb. That's just how it's going to work. That's how it's going to work. He's going to be good all game, and then like in the third quarter, he's going to hit fucking Gabe Davis for that long one. All right. Michael Gallup and Noah Brown. Gallup, 6,018 and 5,100. Good for 26th, 20th, and 32nd. Noah Brown, 5,600, 15th, and 4,900. Good for 45th, 36th, and 38th. Washington defense again, 31st. And points given up to the wide receiver position. So this is a really good matchup for Cooper Cup or Cooper Rush. With Gallup back, that should that really should knock wide receiver Noah Brown back down to earth. But we are talking about a wide receiver that Cooper Rush has shown a lot of trust in since Dak went down. This is Gallup's first game back, and I don't hate what he can do in the spot. But I always go, yeah, but Noah. I did that all morning on this. Um, it, there really is a thing to. You know, a backup quarterback and a backup wide receiver, they get along, they get the shit done. Um, So for me, I think a lot of people are going to hop on Michael Gallup, and I'm going to go ahead and stick on Noah Brown. It's dangerous. Um, You don't have to, you especially do not have to do it in cash. Um, But 
definitely consider it if you're doing Cooper Rush and you want to use two receiving options. Um, I'm probably going to go Noah Brown if I do it. All right. Uh, here we go. Here's a new thing. Uh, DJ Chark is out for this game. All right. So that's going to uh, move Josh Reynolds and Khalifa Raymond up a little bit more for me. Um, I don't know about the guys behind them. Um, so I'm not going to go ahead and include them in here. Um, but I said I can make a case for all three with uh, St. Brown out. Um, but we'll just take Chark out. Okay. So Reynolds has appeared to be more consistent. He gets the top bump up. All right. But Khalif Raymond gets a slot where St. Brown occupied and is the cheapest. He's dirt fucking cheap. Right. Dick dirt cheap. Um. Pick your poison here, but for me, it would be, and I this is the original listing, Raymond over Reynolds over Chark. Okay. <clears throat> so you get more savings with Khalif Raymond. He's going to get the uh, half the usage bump um, in there, and I don't think anybody is really on this because I have heard a couple of programs when I went to the grocery store and then another program was on when I was coming back. Both of them were talking about Josh Reynolds. So we're talking GPP here. Let's go ahead and try Khalif Raymond. Let's get off of that chalk, all right? Tight end in cash. Uh, Josh Reynolds, though, would be technically good for cash in this matchup. All right, so tight end, cash. Mark Andrews, 8,400, 28, and 7,100. Good for first across the board. Um Bad matchup on paper. Has the advantage against linebacker uh, Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, he could be matchup-proof, and although he may not score two DDs this week, he is the safest tight end on the board in terms of usage and targets. That is even against the Bills defense. That has great stats against the position. With no Kelsey on the board for us, um, consider him in the spot. Am I getting hiccups now? What the fuck? But he is not necessarily a must-have. David and Joku, 5714 and 3700 So you're going to get the steep price drop, right? 5th, 12th, and 12th. So best pricing is on Yahoo and DK. And Joku is starting to look like the tight end that I believed him to be coming into draft season. He is the second most trusted target to a wide receiver, Mari Cooper, for the Browns, and his salary is palatable, especially in a matchup against the Falcons, who have been terrible against the position in 2022. They are 31st in points allowed to the tight end position. TJ Hawkinson, 5,400, 18, and 4,100. Good for 9th, 4th, and 7th. Noah Monra for the for the Lions. Uh, we can expect more targets for Hawkinson in this matchup against Seattle, who are beatable across the middle. He is cheap, and the data suggests that the Seahawks defend the position well, but are prone to giving up the tight end, or TD to the tight end. So when you see that, really good DVOA, terrible DVP, that's, that's kind of what it means. It means they're giving up touchdowns to these to these positions. You know, they could be good all the way down the field, but they're still giving up those points in there. So that sometimes that's what we can take advantage of. Um, so you get the usage, you get the tight end adva- uh, TD advantage in there. I like TJ Hawkinson this week. Rodin Dalton Schultz, 5,318 and 3,900. Expected to play 11, 4th, and 9th. So best price over on FanDuel and DK. If Schultz is able to play, we have to consider Schultz in the spot against the Commanders. He is a security blanket that quarterback Cooper Rush will love to have back in this matchup. If he doesn't play, you can make the argument to punt with backup tight end Jake Ferguson, who has had, who had an 83% snap share last week in Schultz's absence. 
Let the sheep chase Peyton Henderson for the loss. Last but certainly not least in cash, Robert Tunyon. 4,900, 14, and 3,500. Good for 15th, 12th, and 14th. Girl, don't do it. It isn't worth it. I did it. I put him in there. I put him in there. I think Robert Tunyon is a guy that we can do this week. I think he's going to get one against New England. Who are 29th in points allowed to the tight end position? I think we're okay. I think we're okay. <clears throat> now, a lot of that has to do with what Mark Andrews did last week, um, but they were still 14th. They were still middle of the road. Uh, Tunyon's due to get that tight end, uh, get that touchdown uh, that we're looking for this week. GPP, Darren Waller, 6,500, 23, and 5,600. Good for second across the board. He should be a cash option, but um, as I explained, the Broncos have been susceptible to the tight end position, but Waller is an up-and-down player, uh, which makes him more GPP-ish. If you can make the argument in a tough matchup that Waller is actually cash slash GPP viable because of the savings you get from Andrews from Baltimore, he will be active with no uh, Hunter Renfro again this week. Um Denver is 25th in points allowed to the tight end position. Um, I think it's a good play. I think it's just a a little bit too risky. Um, So I'm more willing to trust it in GPP than I am uh, in cash this week. Gerald Everett of the LA Chargers. 5,500, 15, and 4,000. Good for 7th, 11th, and 8th. A little bit higher price than what I want. Uh, Best prices on Yahoo. Uh, But he is my gut shot call here. Um, that Everett may be in shot in line for a shot at a TD this week against the Houston secondary and linebacking core. That is lacking any real fear for me. No wide receiver Keenan Allen means some of those targets have to go somewhere, and he can feed across the middle this week. Last but not least, for Buffalo, Dawson Knox, if he plays, which he should, 5,017 and 3,800 for 13th, 6th, and 11th. Knox has an opportunity to get the TD he missed last week back. It's always hit or miss with Knox in this offense, and so far he has missed in 2022. So not many people will roster him in a game that will have plenty of scoring. All right, here we go. Defense, special teams, cash at the top. Green Bay Packers, pay up if you want uh, You want stable defenses. 5,017 and 4,100 for first, second, and first uh, against New England. Backup quarterback Brian Hoyer making his first start in Green Bay on Sunday. And if you're paying up for your defense, this is the safest spot to go against the Patriots. Um, as the Patriots have been turnover prone, both with interceptions and fumbles. Want to pay down just a little bit? Go ahead and go with Dallas Cowboys here. 4,700, 14, and 3,500. Good for third, 11th, and fifth. Uh, best price on Yahoo. Cowboys have an opportunity to continue pushing the commanders further down the AFC East standings. They're not my favorite as Washington will have their opportunity to score, but the defense hasn't been the problem this season. And with a good opportunity for the offense, um, this could turn into another blowout. There is a lot of opportunities for sacks here, uh, as we saw with Philadelphia last week. New York Giants, 4,300, 13, and 3,100. Good for 7th, 14th, and 8th. It's the Bears. That's it. That's the breakdown. Carolina Panthers, 4,010, so bare minimum, 2,900. Good for 10th, 20th, and 10th. This one could blow up in my face because the Panthers' offense could be just as bad. But for minimum price on Yahoo, they face a terrible Cardinals offensive line and an offense that has been completely out of sync to begin the season. I don't hate the Arizona defense on the other side, but this is another one of those 50-50 coin flips that sides with Carolina. New Orleans got the got the coin flip last week, so take that in consideration. Um, as far as cash goes, for me, your two safest are going to be the Packers and then Dallas Cowboys. So if you want to pay down just a little bit, 
go ahead and do that, especially if you just need like $300 or less to get up to your next level at another position. GPP, also known as the pay down defense for cash, Philadelphia Eagles, 4,614 and 3,800, good for fourth, 11th, and second. On Yahoo, this defense shouldn't be this cheap. The Eagles can handle the Jaguars offense, but I don't exactly see this game as getting away from either team. Um, Philadelphia, very cash viable. Uh, new GPP, also known as the, as you know it, as the fuck it and play at minimum for cash. Jacksonville Jaguars. Mmm, against Philly, right? Against Philly. And I actually heard something today that confirmed my thinking on here that this is a trap game for Philly. Um, and it might not be played t- too well. So, 3,500, 17, and 2,300. Good for 19th, 2nd, and 23rd. So way pay down, right? 100% GPP uh, type play. Eagles offenses look great to begin the 2022 season. No one will want to play this defense, but it's the cheapest defense I can find on DK that I'm willing to say fuck it with, and they have been playing well. Seattle Seahawks, 3,300, 15, and 2,400. Good for 21st, 8th, and 21st. So FanDuel, uh, DraftKings, best two. Dangerous play here as pivot option, as as a pivot. Good Lord. So many errors. How did that not get caught in there? As a pivot option on a game that most folks, including myself, believe can have a ton of scoring. Maybe not so much anymore, right? Because Detroit just keeps losing players. I like the Seattle offense more than the Detroit offense in this game overall, and part of that could be because the Lions are missing their two most explosive offensive weapons. Las Vegas Raiders, last, last one here, 3,000, 10, and 2,900, good for 24th, 20th, and 10th. Why are they 10th highest priced on DK? Makes no sense. Uh, this call has more to do with the lack of fear in the Broncos' offense than any real belief in the Raiders' defense. If they can just avoid the brain farts they've had in the first three games, they have the opportunity to surprise people for just one week against the stale Denver team. And that, my friends, is a complete breakdown. Of course, we didn't get it done in half an hour because, you know, people help to stall these things. But I'm very happy that she closed the door gently when she came home, like I had asked her. So with that, I love you, Gracie Allen May, very, very much. And with that, <laughs> with that, I am signing off. And you know what they say, fuck around and find out. I'm out of here. If you got any questions, you know where to hit me up. Let me know any type of lineup building problems that you're having. All right? Peace out. Let's get that money. Let's fucking make it a really great week four. I am out. <laughs>